Hey guys, I got great news for you if you like fantasy sports like I like fantasy sports. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two in case of emergency picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop bet has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. So, for example, will Steph Curry score over or under 25 points? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Guys, do me a favor. Enter promo code LAKERS upon sign-up to have your first deposit match $10 instantly, but it's a minimum $10 deposit. And you can find this on any of the app stores under Thrive Fantasy. How y'all gonna lose Kobe for LeBron? What? And Lonzo Ball? Nah, 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 nah. Step your game up, buddy. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. 24 Black Mamba, yeah, you know that we kill them. Any team stepping up, yeah, you know that we drill them. Roger Josh, Jason, really wanna know your opinion. Uh, welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Please don't come with that nonsense unless you talking that realness. And if you come with that bull, we let the world hear it. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. We really wanna know your opinion. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Right. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. That's right. We really wanna know your opinion. Right. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh uh-huh. please don't come with that nonsense. Please talk realness. For real. Don't talk none of that stuff that they talk about on Sports Center. None of that. Seriously. Talk that realness. For real. Please. Gonna let the world hear it. Uh. Intro. All right, Lakers Unfiltered. We have a very special guest on tonight with us. We have Scott from Thrive Fantasy Sports. Scott, why don't you tell our, our listeners what Thrive Fantasy Sports is? Hey guys, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app in the space for prop bets. So instead of your traditional salary cap lineup that you see on a lot of other sites, um, we've taken the drafting process and streamlined it to a much simpler and easier to play um, format. Uh, You build your lineup around prop bets. So right now, um, most of our contests will give you a list of 10 prop bets and you will choose five of those. Um, and then come NFL, we'll have 20 out of 10 usually um, that you'll, you'll pick 10 out of 20. Um, just right now with like the single slates for NBA, it's a little tough, but you'll take your five props. Um, also, you'll pick two on top of that that will protect you from any late scratches um, or postpone games. That's really, you know, big for baseball with all the weather uh, that you run into with those. So you don't have to worry about, you know, getting a a, a zero uh, automatically in your lineup. You at least have, you know, two shots to, to replace it there. Um, so basically, you know, each prop, uh, if you're not familiar with what a prop bet is, 
uh, it's uh, a single, you know, player will take, uh, say, Steph Curry, for example, or I guess you guys are the Lakers here, so we'll go LeBron <laughs> for for your sake. They'll <laughs> um, take LeBron, and, you know, it could be points. So we'll set it at, you know, under over maybe 28 and a half points for the game. Uh, depending on how he's playing and, you know, who the opponent is, uh, that's where the points associated with the over and under will be set at. So those are all probabilities. So the more likely scenario will be worth less points while the less likely scenario will be worth more. Um, so therein lies the game theory of the our contest. So it's not simply, you know, I pick five props and, you know, I get three out of four, but, you know, maybe – or three out of five, maybe Jason gets four out of five um, I could still beat him technically if I take, you know, bigger underdogs um, with my props, so, you know, the, the less likely ones that are to occur. So, yeah, so that's pretty low level what we've got going on. Um, we do contests for NFL, NBA, MLB, and we just started up esports, actually. Um, if there's anybody interested in esports, uh, we started with CSGO. Um, it's, a, it's pretty popular, you know, worldwide, and we've seen some good traction so far. But, yeah, right now we have contests for every uh, NBA slate that that's still going on here in the playoffs, and obviously we'll have some bigger contests here for the NBA Finals. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, I've been doing it, like, the last couple of weeks, and it's – like, it's it's it, it really is a good way, if you're not really into the two teams that are playing, to kind of pay attention and keep track because, like, I'm, I'm like – one block away from having someone go over. I'm just hoping that someone drives the lane so that way Draymond can get a block so I can win. And But unfortunately I haven't won yet, but it, it's, it's pretty fun to keep track of it. And it, you know, and throughout the game, it'll send you alerts to your phone also that, Hey, this has happened. That's happened. And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's really uh you know, we like to think of it as a, it's a new way and a really engaging way to get into a game. Like you said, if it's, you know, two teams that you don't really care about, um, but, you know, you could be living and dying with every shot that somebody takes or, you know, even on defense, like you said, you know, you want that guy to get a block or maybe you're, you took an under on a guy for, you know, uh, his props, so you want him to do poorly. So it's, it's really a cool way to, to watch and interact with those games. And, yeah, it definitely makes, especially those single slates, a lot more interesting. It sounds like you've simplified yeah. fantasy sports. Yeah, yeah, we we really think, you know, um, a big pain point in daily fantasy sports is that a small minority of players are winning a majority of the money, um, and that's really due to, you know, the resources that they have, um, the amount of hours that they put into, you know, building their algorithms and research. And, you know, the everyday person that works, like, you know, a nine-to-five job or whether they're a student, they simply just don't have that time. So it's really, you know, whether it's five choices you got to make or 10 choices, it's a very simple process. You can make your lineup in, you know, five, 10 minutes at most. Um, we give you some stats in the app. So it's really, really uh, all simplified in there. Yeah. The other night I had uh, the under on Siakam's points. I think it was 20 and a half. And I was watching the first half. He only had like seven. So I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm good. And then he went off for 13 points he had 20 and then he made a free throw I'm like son of a bitch and that just killed my whole thing I'm like you mother yeah that is you know we get a lot of different you know bad beats 
um, that can that can happen, especially you know you know if you're looking for a guy to hit a certain line, it can always come down to the last shot, missed free throws. It's all it's not over until it's over, really. You know, it's true. I want to know what people bet on on esports. Like, what is? I'm I'm so confused right now. Like, I don't diss anybody <laughs> that is an e gamer, but like, I I I got to an argument in class about um e-gaming but i i you know i guess it's the future whereas like me i want my son he loves playing video games but i'm like no you need to go outside and play real sports <laughs> so i don't yeah. diss anybody but i'm confused like what do they bet on on e-gaming or on e-sports yeah exactly it, it's a you know it's really still an up-and-coming thing i think uh fortnite's kind of really pushed the envelope um and kind of opened a lot of people's eyes to it but yeah i mean it's these these events and these games that these uh you know like for csgo there's two teams of i believe it's four or five players at a time that'll play each other and we'll have props on you know how many kills a guy will have during the match how many kills and deaths he'll have how many assists how many headshots um you know and these are all events that are streaming live on the internet that you can watch along like you would any other sporting event um and especially, you know, we're, we're looking towards uh, CSGO, which is kind of like a, a Call of Duty, if you're not familiar with it. Um, but they have a big event at the end of the month here down in Dallas where, they, you know, they sell out an arena down there and they have people watching live um, as these, you know, teams compete. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting and it's definitely, you know, a new area that, that we see an opportunity in just because of the, the reach that it has um already and you know nobody's really capitalized on it so scott you know um me and you were talking a couple weeks ago and you have a special that's just for our listeners can you tell them about it yeah yeah so um anybody when they sign up on our app uh you can enter the code lakers and we will match your first deposit um up to ten dollars instantly so that's you know, ten dollar deposit will add an extra ten in there. You'll have uh, twenty, and you can play right away. Um, and you know, just for you guys, because you know, I appreciate you guys having me on here. Uh, whenever this goes up, we'll for the the twenty four hours after that. Uh, anybody who simply just signs up with Lakers will throw a free two dollar credit in their account. Um, then th- this way they can get into a contest free of charge and you know try it out. Wow! All right, guys, you hear that? Just for listening to our show. You get a free twelve dollars to go and and bet and gamble with on us. So please, guys, everyone, go to Thrive Fantasy, go to their app, download it, join. join. It's it's a it's a ton of fun. Scott, we thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Uh, you know, I hope hope you guys are, are doing well, and uh, you know, look forward to to working with you guys in the future. Appreciate. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a good thank night. Thank you. All right, boys. All right, Lakers Nation. First off, we got to thank Scott from Thrive Fantasy Sports. He came out, blessed everybody with our Lakers promo code, then threw an additional $2 in on top of that $10 Laker promo code. So, guys, listen to our interview. Go on to Thrive Fantasy Sports on any of your uh, applications on your phone. Download that shit and uh, put Lakers in the promo code for some extra cash. That's right. Y'all better get that free $12. Stop playing. <laughs> we so in a guys, recession out here. Guys, 
Damn that recession. Damn that recession. I'm spending money. Anyways, I know everybody listened to that magic interview. First take, everybody, y'all, y'all up to speed on that? Yes, sir. I mean, first of all, I'd like to say I was wrong. Because I thought he was going to go on there and say nothing. And he just he just fucking set fire to the whole goddamn organization today. All of us set fire. I think he spoke his truth. His truth. Why not be the truth? But we'll get into that. Y'all ain't going to make... I, Magic was like, y'all ain't going to make me look like a little bitch. I'm about to handle this. That's what I feel. I, you know what, man? Like... He he made some very valid points. He made some very valid points. Um, now, you know when you got other people, friends that are in the business, and they're calling you, and they're like, yo, this is being said about you, and it makes you look dumb, you got to do whatever you got to do to save face. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, huge, that's a huge thing. And it's like, he's a prideful dude. Like, this dude is a multi-millionaire you know uh, owns all his own stuff and i don't think that he was just about to let what happened go and make it seem like he did everything like everything was his fault so he went on there and did what he had to do i agree that's why i say he went out there and spoke his truth you know there's some questions that Stephen a asked uh, that max asked you know that they they just went back and forth you know, magic pretty much as far as I look at it. He um, he said as much as he could say without really trying to uh, make the Lakers look bad. Because, again, yeah. there's all this, all this talk about what's going on, this is going on, so on and so forth. He pretty much confirmed one thing consistently, that the power struggle is real. Yeah, but don't you think that this made him look like super bitter and over the whole situation? Like, yeah, they were, people were talking about him, but it doesn't necessarily did he ever say that Rob was talking about him. He heard from other people about Rob. So it could have been other people in the office. You know, Rob said today that what Magic's saying isn't really the 100% truth. So who can we really believe in the situation? Yeah, but also if you get put on blast, and especially with it being this big, of course you're gonna deny it. You're gonna be like, "No, I never said that. I never said anything bad about this other person." Because now you're you're in that spotlight. But theoretically, really, there's no reason for Magic to lie about it. He didn't have anything to gain from it. You know what I'm saying? So he went on there, like Roger said. He, I felt he went on there and he told his truth. Like he didn't like the way that things were going down. And that's not what he signed up for. And when you're a prideful person, you're the best at what you do. Like, you have successful businesses running. You're coming in with a different attitude. They wanted Rob to be that guy. And that's what Magic felt like. They wanted Rob to be that guy, you know. And he was gunning for him. But at the same time, he was doing it underhanded, you know. Um, and but see, nobody, but see like, look, here, here's the problem. Magic should if Magic like you said he's all about the Lakers he loves the Lakers he wants the Lakers to do well how could what everything he did today help it didn't it hurt and if if he really wanted to handle this with Rob he should have done it behind closed doors which has been really the problem with Magic the whole time he's been here everything's been out on Front Street it's it's never handled in the background it's always 
it's always on Jimmy Kimmel. He's winking at Paul George, got tampering fine. Talking about Giannis, got tampering fine. Now he's putting all the business out for all the free agents to hear. Why would anyone come sign with us right now? Because I, 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 I agree and disagree with what you're saying. As far as the Lakers' publicity and all this whatever, it's always been this way. And, yeah, maybe it was a little more with Magic in these situations. But given what's going on with the Lakers organization, somebody had to come out and talk about it. And somebody that's actually in the, in the organization give us a little bit of insight so we're not just all making assumptions about, well, yeah, it could be possibly. Or, oh, well, hey, man, the Lakers are really fucked up. And it's just this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, he came in with an axe but he didn't cut off at the knees. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, but see, if, if you really want to uh, – that's all fine. You can tell your truth on July 2nd when we, once we sign a free agent. But until then, you need to, you need to keep it shut because no. all this is doing is hurting our chances at Kyrie, at Kawhi, at KD. No, this at doesn't all. help at all, at all. But he even said, I mean, he even said that in his interview, like, he still gave them, like, the nod of confidence. Like, you know, I hope they do. I hope you do get the the best free agents, and I'll be there to help you guys get them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, so it's like, yeah, but, if he was bitter, he would just be like, man, fuck the Lakers. I ain't helping them get shit. Like, you guys. He said when they get another free That's agent, a, a, a marquee free agent, they would make the playoffs. He said, they, yeah. they still, oh, if they yeah. ran my plan, they could still do it. So they exactly bashing. He's telling no, them but that's that's the bashing part right there because he's like, what basically what Magic is saying is I had a plan to go get KD. Now if you if, now if you don't get KD, Rob, hey, you look like shit because you guys didn't follow my plan. You want to do your own thing now. Best of luck with that. No, he's you can look at it that way. That's another that's another spin on it. But you also have to realize that Magic also, when questioned about mistakes that the Lakers made, he owned up to that shit. He he owned up to one mistake. Zubak? What, not, no, not, not, not Zubak. Zubak. Not resigning. Yeah, Lopez. not resigning Brooke Lopez. Now, at the time, the Zubak thing looked stupid because Zubak was playing out of his mind. You know, hindsight being 2020, it was fine. Like, it, it, he wasn't going to make a difference to us making the playoffs or not. Yeah, it didn't. Well, he owned up that he owned up that to say it didn't work because he wanted to add shooters, and that part didn't work of the trade. But like he like he said, it's he he does stuff. Everybody does stuff on their own in their own way, right? Like there's people that make things public all the time. Like that's just the way that they live their lifestyle. Magic has always been very public, a very public person. You knew what you were getting when you got him. He was doing this before he was with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? So he was that dude that was advocating for free agents to come to the Lakers before he accepted a role with the Lakers. Why would he stop that? That was his personality. You knew what you were getting. Yeah, but once you once you work for the team, you gotta you gotta turn that down a notch, because otherwise you're gonna get fined for tampering. You know, it's it's not the he same. He did as get fined for tampering. Yeah, that's what but, I'm saying. But because he doesn't, he doesn't know how to handle it. He doesn't care. That's, that's the problem. See, he 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 says he cares about the Lakers. Now, if no, you he really, really care cared about the small shit. But, what other but team this, can you tell but me this right today now? Is, is, is big shit. No, but listen, like, what other team can you tell me right now has players that have played for them that have probably going to end their career with them that could possibly buy the fucking team? What other team has those players? Nobody. Thank you. The Lakers have a few. But, the, but, but how, how, how did anything he say today help? 
one of the big free agents want to be like, I want to go play for that fucked up organization that I has problems all over right the place. Now. I just told you right now. And the fact that he said LeBron James wants to be known to change this shit and turn it around. Are you fucking kidding me? But yeah, that's, that's what he's supposed to say. That's like someone pushing you down and be like, hey, dude, let me help you back up. You're like, fuck you. I'm not, I don't need your help. I'm good. Like, don't see, push but, me down and, and then try to help me back up in the same same sentence. See, but he didn't have to say that, though. He doesn't have – he didn't have to give – if it was as salty as you're making it seem, like, you know what I'm saying, whatever, he doesn't have to give the Lakers a vote of confidence. Like, he didn't like the way that shit was being ran in one aspect of it, but that doesn't mean that he shot down everything else. You know what I'm saying? He's right, just saying right. that they need to figure – they need to figure out who's going to call the shots in the back, you know what I'm saying, and not have a whole bunch of different people calling the shots, which is true. He spoke the truth. He spoke what we speak every week. We all agree with that, but the fact that he... It's one thing for us to come out and say it. It's another thing for Magic to come out and confirm it to all the free agents that could possibly be looking at the Lakers. No, because it's not... No, 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 no. I'm going to break it down to basic terms, right? All right, so what Magic did was, okay, so if I come home every night we do the podcast, and after we do the podcast, I go in the house, I go back, leave the stew, go into the kitchen, grab a fifth of Henny, pound it, go into the kitchen, and start beating the hell out of my wife, right? That's my dirty little secret. But I don't tell anybody about it, right? But then one day, you know, I decide I want to be a better person, and I want things to change. So then I tell you guys, and I tell the world, hey, guys, guess what? After the podcast, which none of this, none of this stuff is true, I drink a fifth of Henny. <laughs> I beat my dog and kick my wife's ass. And I yell at my children because I'll never touch my kids. And you're like, damn, Roger, that's messed up. I'm like, I know, right? And he'd hold me accountable. Magic is holding the Lakers accountable at this point. It's the same fucking thing. He's saying, look, we know we got an issue. Everybody in the world fucking talks about it. But guess what? We can easily change it by everybody just staying in their fucking lane. That's what he said. Everybody stay in their lane. You do this. You do that. You do this, you do that, you stay in your motherfucking lane. And the person that makes the good decisions, which he paid tribute to her, is Jeannie fucking Buss. But with everybody kind of like, I'm a, I'm a tiptoe here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. If I was Magic, I would have done been out too. Because look, the one thing you said, I wanted to fire Luke. Could I do it? No. Why? No power. That's bullshit. Now, I agree with him putting it on blast. Like, like it, it's it's a it's a good idea in theory, but then stay on that side. Don't don't come back to see. Magic Magic had to come back to be like, oh no, but I still think they're gonna win, because he's Magic. He has to give that happy-go-lucky side of his personality. So he he spent forty-five minutes shitting on them, and then the last ten minutes telling them about how they were gonna win a championship with LeBron if they follow his plan. That you see it it it. He put no confidence in the front office. He was talking about himself and his plan. He, he didn't say anything about having confidence in Jeannie, Rob, or Kurt. No, he said he had confidence in Kurt. He said he was happy that they he had said, somebody yeah, he that said, with, with basketball IQ there. Yeah, he sure did. He said he was happy that Kurt came because he wanted like-minded people with high basketball IQ, which is, I mean, which is smart, like, but what he said was the biggest thing. No matter where – every free agent knows, he said the key thing. Every free agent that comes there knows that this is going to be LeBron's team for the next couple of years, right? He said LeBron, LeBron is invested in winning a championship and turning this around. That's all they need to worry about. 
they don't need to worry about what's going on with the GM, the president, all this stuff. They need to know that LeBron really wants to win that ring because they're going to come there for the common goal to win that ring. That's what he needed to say. Like, nobody cares about who's calling shots behind the scene. Just come in, negotiate my contract, give my money, and I'm going to go play. And that's how it should be. But it does matter because those people that are making the decisions above LeBron said of who to bring in are going to be the ones to, that are going to be bringing in their teammates. Now, are, are, do we have any confidence in these guys that they're going to build the right team around LeBron James? So let's say in hindsight, the Lakers pull in somebody good, right? Let's say the Lakers land AD, right? And all of a sudden now, boom, shit. After July 2nd, we got AD. Cool. Problem solved. Not really. Because we still got this fucked up front office. Do you think anyone's really going to be talking about that too much? Of course, we're going to talk about it before the season starts. Once the season starts, and you have these players and the, and, and, and the team that we have aligned, that's another thing Magic Johnson said, that our young core is special. Imagine we ain't got to get rid of shit. We can build around this team. We have this, and all of a sudden, mind you again, before all the trade talk, Lakers were fourth in the Western Conference. Let's remember this again with the team we had last season. So let's say, again, we had a marquee player. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't give a shit about the front office. I've never talked about the front office until the basketball team sucked. <laughs> Nobody talks about the front office until it starts going downhill. Until LeBron got injured and the other players started getting injured, that's when shit really started getting put out on front street. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... No, I mean, come on, guys. Like, we, we all questioned them signing uh, Beasley and Stevenson before the season. Yeah, but and that was the front office that. move. That's just, that's just, you know, everybody does that. You know what I'm saying? No, because if they would have signed, like, Danny Green and some other shooter, we'd have been like, okay, cool, this works with LeBron. But they try to sell us the whole, we need ball, ball handlers, we need playmakers, which the everybody was, questioned that. Yeah, we knew that shit wasn't going to work. But, again, what happened, again, trade, trade talks and all them damn injuries, and I hate to blame that. But, I mean, like Magic said, that is a big factor. You know, I mean, and he did say Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, they're special. He said Lonzo Ball special, but he said B.I. and Kyle Kuzma were special. He said that more. Just to let you know. A lot of those moves were based off of this 2019 free agency. You know what I'm saying? So we might have been questioning them, but keep in mind, we could still – we brought in players that we knew that we were just going to get rid of after a year that were super expendable, right? In hopes that it would work. You brought us a veteran presence that would be expendable. Um, there was contracts that were ridiculous that the Lakers weren't going to, you know, try to match. Nobody was going to match J.J. Reddick's one-year $17 million contract. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with keep, giving ourselves enough money to move things around or to even maybe make a trade mid-season and still have enough cap space coming into 2019 season, I think that's why a lot of those were made. Um, it was weird. You put together a, a weird bunch of guys. But keep in mind, you know, I really thought about this, and a lot of those guys were role players, which the NBA is kind of transitioning to over now. You know what I'm saying? But the only difference between them is they're veteran role players who are so used to playing in their own role, like how they like to play, rather than these young role players that you can really mold into your organization. Maybe, I'm not dissing Luke, but maybe if we were better coached, maybe if we did have a boot, a boot and hoser or somebody else 
that could figure out everybody's personalities and work them together, then it would have worked. Because when Brick Lopez was here, he wasn't letting go of threes like that. Budenholder was like, wait a minute, he can shoot the three. Go ahead, let him go anytime you want. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it, it had a large part to do with the coach. You've got to have that coach that can figure out these guys' personalities, what they're good and what they're not good at, and work that system together. You know what I'm saying? So how do we feel knowing now that Jeannie Buss is not going to hire a president of basketball operations, that Rob Plinka is our highest-ranking basketball official? I think she should just honestly, if she's not going to do it, she should just put Kurt Rambis in that spot since he's already in the back talking. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, um, I think a lot of teams would rather deal with somebody that is basketball minded and wasn't an agent. And that's the biggest thing. That's what Magic was trying to get across is there's a lot of people in the NBA that were saying that they d- don't mess with Rob Plinka. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if we got that, that's going to be our hardest selling part is trying to make deals with teams like we have a perfect pick to move but if nobody wants to deal with Rob Palenka because they think he's shysty how are we going to move this so we're just going to end up drafting somebody you know what I'm saying like when we can move that piece do they think he's shysty or are they like jealous of what he accomplished as an agent like that's what it really boils down to you know because he might have beat them out for a client doesn't make him shysty it's just better at his job than you were at your job but now everyone's talking about him because now he's the GM of the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, but like, why? Like, was, why did Magic say like you know there was jealousy? But why did Magic say that there was people telling him before he even brought him in? I don't know if I would make that move. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing to me is like there. There's got to be some. There's, there's got to be some character questions. Like, if you were just great at your job, like, okay, if Roger, like, Roger, you're the uh, the best service advisor, right? Now they stack you against all these other service advisors, and they're like, we're going to create a dream team, right? You're going to have haters just because you're the best service advisor. But now if you were an asshole service advisor and you were burning bridges with other people, it's going to be even more haters. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be even more people talking. It's going to be a lot louder. So there's got to be a lot to be said. It's different of jealousy, like, oh, I can't stand you, but I respect you, to when it's like, I don't like you and I don't respect you. Or, I mean, I don't know. I mean, back to the, the work thing, I mean, you know, I, I, I just make it, boil it down to this. Your accomplishments don't make you the, don't make the person you are. The way you achieve your accomplish, accomplishments make you the person you are. And if you have multiple people from different facets of life saying the same thing about the same person, whether it be basketball personnel, people in the law group or law industry, or people, you know, in the sports industry, you know, sports agency groups saying, you know, have a majority, you know, kind of rule about this man. I don't know. I'd probably bet to venture some of it's true. Let's not say all of it, but a good portion. You can't deny that. Yeah, but that's his job. Like, as as an agent, you have to. Yeah, as an agent, you have to be like that. Oh, okay. That's that's how other agents operate. Okay. Okay. Look. Okay. Who 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 is the who is the GM in the league that makes the the best deals that swindles the most teams? Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Yeah. Biggest snake in the world, right? 
So if, if we have a snake in our front office that's able to do the same kind of thing, why isn't that a good thing? But you got to do, there's certain things that you do with tact. Like, this is the business of it. You feel me? Like, Jerry West makes these deals, too. I, you know I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, have, but, but, but look at Danny Ainge. He, he traded Isaiah Thomas. Sister died. Mom died. This dude gave his, his basically the, the, the end of his career to that team. And he moved him. Now, was it a good trade for, the, for Boston? Yes. But was it heartless? Yes. At it's business. Time, it was heartless. You, yeah, exactly. Look, you that, can't that, take that, business. But listen. That's why Rob is perfect for it because he's all about business. But I think he takes personal shots. I th- and I think that's what the thing is, is he does – he takes personal shots. You know what I'm saying? You can't take – look, I'm moving – if I'm moving you, I respect everything that you've done for me, but it's just time for me to move on. Now, you talking behind my back, you doing all this other personal stuff, that's completely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to move me, if you're going to – if you don't like the way I work – then you don't like the way I work, but you don't have to go behind my back and let everybody else know it or, you know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where the issues lie at, is you can't do underhanded stuff to people and be like, okay, this is cool. You can't talk behind people's back and people to be like, yeah, I definitely respect that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's the biggest thing is like, he's got to learn. I, I don't even, I think it's too late for him to learn that just because there, like I said, there was people telling Magic before he even hired him on. Not to mess with them. So but, something but was the happening. One person, the, the one person in this world that we all can agree is great is Kobe, right? And that that that's Kobe's dude. That's his like right hand man. So if if we can't trust Kobe, who can we trust? Uh, you talking about this? Listen, I love Kobe Bryant. Like I, that is my favorite player of all time. But Kobe also snitched on Shaq. So it's like, <laughs> hey. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Birds of a feather. All right, but, oh, exactly, exactly, okay. and that diminished his character. Did that diminish him as the best basketball player ever? No. It was Rob Polinka, the best sports agent ever. Yeah, but can he run an organization when people don't like him? No. Like it doesn't work. Like that. How do we know that Magic wasn't making all these moves last year? Like, even Magic said it was his fault on Brooke. He's the one that made the Zubac trade. He's the one that was trying to sell the Lance Stevenson, Beasley, Rondo thing during the summer league. You didn't hear anything about Rob because, because Magic had the final say with all that. Because, like you said, it's just this simple. If people don't like him, they're not going to mess with him, right? That's what you said. So that's what I'm saying. If people don't like Roger, they're not going to get their car serviced by Roger. They're not going to his place. No matter how good Roger is at his job, just because they don't like him, they're not going to mess with him. So that's the thing about it is, is like, if he has that stigma, people I mean, aren't going to mess petty. with him. That's just being petty. Like, like <laughs> if 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 Rob goes to the Pelicans and they have the best deal, are they gonna be like, "No, nah, we don't like you. We'll take a shittier deal just because we don't like you." Yeah. No, they're gonna take the best deal. Nope. nope. No one's that petty. They nobody they has to do it anymore. They you can do it in small markets now. Everything that we can do here now, people can do in small markets. Exactly. So we no longer have that edge. Oh, you're making my point. That's why I said earlier about 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 free agents wanting to come here because. But that's because, not. But because that's not even right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Be- because it's an even playing field now, it doesn't matter if you're in LA or if you're in fucking Milwaukee. You can be the number one player in Milwaukee and get the same kind of endorsements and make the same kind of money there Bullshit. that you can here. So it goes. It it, it ultimately Bullshit. goes to the franchise and if it's dysfunctional or not. And if you're if you're 
if the face of the Lakers is throwing the Lakers under the bus, what does that say about the rest of the uh, the whole organization? Like that that doesn't bode well, which is what we said earlier. I call bullshit because the Lakers being as bad as we were last season still sold the most jerseys collectively in the league. Okay, can't there's say there, that about there, another there, there are two reasons for that. We got LeBron James, the most popular player in the world, mm-hmm. and they changed their jerseys to the old the old school style. So of course they're gonna sell new jerseys. Everyone wants the new the, the new shit. Oh, so, so they're gonna go so run out and get the LeBron stuff and they're gonna go and get the brand new jerseys that just came out. I mean, you have a reason for everything. So I mean again, that just proves my point that our media presence and our merchandising and our branding is bigger than any other team in the league. And the numbers prove it. But what I'm saying is you can still get Russell Westbrook is an OKC. He yep. has three commercials on during the playoffs. Yep. Paul George yep. is in Paul George was in Indiana. He had two different Gatorade commercials out at the same exact time. It doesn't matter where you play, you can shoot your commercials in the summer. Very true. But again, you're not gonna get on you're not gonna be on primetime basketball. You're not gonna be playing if you're the you know, tenth tenth seed in the in the West, you're not gonna be playing Christmas Day. Unless you're a Lakers player. Unless you have so, – well, you that wasn't true Period. always because now that we got LeBron James, we're primetime Christmas Day. Before, we were like the 7 o'clock game just because we're you're the Lakers. You're still playing on Christmas. That's true. You're still playing on – you're still one of the games on Christmas. Yeah, but it, it, it used to be two games on Christmas. Now there's literally seven games on Christmas. Like half the league plays on Christmas now. So that is no longer like this big, big thing because when ha- half the teams are playing, how big of a deal is it anymore? When the majority of the games are blacked out, you only have certain games on, let's say, Channel 7. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. We know we've dealt with that pain before, Jay. Well, that's that's the Lakers' fault. For Okay. That's not the Lakers' fault. Yeah, because they, they could be even bigger, but they, they signed the, the TV contract with Spectrum which blacks out Dish and, you know, TNT. No, no, can't watch it on TNT because it's providers. blacked out. That's the cable providers not want to spend that money because it's a business. Well, it's a monopoly. That's what it is. If, 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 if they were smart, they'd be charging their consumers, but they can't because they're already – that's a whole other subject. Why are we getting all stupid like this right now? I don't want to talk about <laughs> this. Hey, this is a sore subject up. for Roger. You brought Jay, it up, right? You don't want to get going on me with, with Jay. <laughs> hey, you already know how, how I roll, so go ahead. Make, you, state your that, case. That has nothing to do with the NBA. That is not a collective what? bargaining agreement. That is nothing. What it is the, the cable the, providers, period. But, they sold their rights just like any other team. That's, let's say NFL. Oh, we're on CBS. We're not on CBS. We're on Fox. Okay, now we're we're here no. We're there. No, it's like the Dodgers. They went and sold their rights to Spectrum, and now nobody can see them but the people that have Spectrum. Lakers is Lakers is the same thing. When the Lakers are supposed to be on national TV and it's blacked out, like that's that's the Lakers and Spectrum's fault. That's not the the cable provider's fault. Yeah, it is. But you're only if you have, the you're, cable, if you have you're a only, cable provider, you're on it. You're watching it. You're only blacked out in your home market, though. Which is the thing about it, because 
I had DirecTV and I had the Lakers. You had the Lakers channel, but like if they're on TNT and and you have Dish or you have a regular cable provider, right? You can't watch the Lakers if they're on TNT and on Spectrum on the same at the same time. Which I, I ran into that problem like seven times this year. I go to flip on the game. Sorry, I blacked out. Oh, and don't don't try and go, uh, go and buy League Pass because that shit's blacked out too. You can pay for League Pass and still not get to see the Lakers because it's blacked out in your area. Yeah, I got a worse problem though. I can't find my car keys. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst problem of all time. <laughs> They're in the bathroom? Oh, yeah, I forgot I came straight to the bathroom. My God. <laughs> <laughs> got him. That's what you got kids for. Yep. Yeah. The first people I go to. Hey, have you seen my keys and, and my wallet? <laughs> yeah, Dad, it's downstairs right there. Right now. <laughs> You're losing You're your right. mind. It's their fault You're that right. we're losing our mind, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, stress. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Take my dog out of the race for this whole season with the front office thing. And I just want to see how it works out. Like, I'm not, like, we got to breathe some sort of positivity into this thing. I just feel like there's too much negativity that's surrounding okay. the Lakers. And we got to some positivity sort of for you. As much as I wanted Ty Lue, I love Frank Vogel. I think he's going to be great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. I can admit, I can admit when I was partially incorrect. Right, and after listening to Frank Vogel today, I'm I'm really excited about the team. Well, so why would people sign with the Lakers now? Then I don't know. I still don't know, but I, I love the coach. Oh, this guy! You don't see the positivity here? <laughs> okay, look, look. This is the only positive thing that I can tell you that I've heard lately is that the Lakers hired Jason Kidd to try and sign Giannis when he's a free agent because he loves Jason Kidd. All right, fellas. Well, I'm about to log off because otherwise my car's going to be too loud and Jay's going to be yelling at me. It was a great conversation, though. But like I said, positivity. We got to breathe positivity. Too much negativity. Look at this guy. I he's agree. positive now. <laughs> Good if it thing was Ty Lue, you wouldn't be saying that. I guarantee you. You'd be like, fuck Ty Lue. This is bullshit. If it was Ty Lue, I, I, I'd be like, man, fuck this season. I'm going to just – go, go Clippers. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck this season. I'm going to watch uh, hockey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll, uh, we'll reconvene at some other point this week and put out another, another one. Definitely sounds so. good. You guys, You guys enjoy the rest of your night. Yes. Hello? Okay, Lakers Unfiltered. Well, shit. First off, we thank you for listening and tuning in. Sometimes, thank you. Thank you. Come on now. Sometimes when we argue, it's just because Jay's wrong and I'm right. So thank you for listening and hearing uh, my, my, my right point. Jay's obviously blind. I mean, really, talk about Rob we, we really want to hear from you guys on Twitter. Let us know who you thought was right and who you thought was, well, let us know that you thought I was right and, you know, Roger is normally wrong, but it's fine. So just go to our Twitter at Laker Unfiltered, no S, 
at Laker Unfiltered. Same thing on Instagram. You know, hit us up with any questions, comments, reviews. So go subscribe, rate, you know, all that stuff you guys normally do. And then we have a, a, a big time interview coming up this week, right, Raj? Yeah, Craig Shoemaker. Guys, if you don't know who the hell Craig Shoemaker is, um, you must have a flip phone. So do me a favor, pull out your smarter than me phone and hit the Google machine and uh, Google him. Craig, he's a shoe. His last name is Maker. Pretty easy. Craig Shoemaker. The guy's hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Hilarious, guys. Hopefully we'll get him on Thursday. So iron out the kinks, yada, yada, yada. But hey, he's a busy man. So we'll end that, get it taken care of. We'll launch that out as soon as we get that wrapped up. Um, what else we got going on? Who else are we going to talk about? That's that's it for now. We got some other guests coming up, but we don't want to we don't want to jinx it just quite yet. So you know, as soon as we get something confirmed for you guys, we're definitely gonna let you know. Stay tuned. Uh, we got some big ones coming up though. Definitely, definitely. All right, guys. Well, thank you for the listening, and uh, stay tuned for our next episode. All right, guys. See you later. <laughs>